If you've ever seen Jews pray, have you noticed somewhere a small box on their forehead? It's hard not to notice if you've seen it. It's quite odd, peculiar, but very important for observant Jews. It's made a very particular way, this leather box with leather straps. In fact, it takes literally years of training to make one. There are hundreds of intricate rules. Sealed inside the box are small parchment scrolls inscribed with tiny Hebrew calligraphy, passages from the Jewish Torah, which is the first five books of the Christian Bible. It's a morning ritual, delivering not just a moral foundation for the day ahead, but for Jews, an unbroken connection to a tradition thousands of years old. And that makes it a perfect topic for our new segment, Please Explain, where we find something weird and wonderful in the world of religion. And today, tefillin. That's what the box and leather straps are called, tefillin. And we ask Sydney psychotherapist Kim Gottlieb to please explain. Please explain. Hi, I'm Kim Gottlieb, and here's what I do every Monday and Thursday. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, go to synagogue, and put on tefillin as part of the morning service. The word tefillin comes from the Hebrew word tefillah, which means prayer. I have a few issues with the language of Jewish prayer, but I'm a big believer in the value of ritual. Ritual helps me to remember two really important things that I think often get overlooked in our modern world. The first is gratitude. Simply being grateful for good things like food, shelter, friends, adventures, and so much more. The second important thing is being willing to explore the notion of something greater than ourselves. I'm not talking about the man with the grey beard, but something awesome, something beyond our imagining. I was reintroduced to Tefillin one day when my rabbi came to me and asked, Are you into leather? I'm a gay man, so I enjoyed this double entendre and I wanted to hear more. Tefillin are two little boxes with leather straps attached. One strap gets wound around the arm. The idea is that this box should press towards the heart. The other box is placed on the head, so it rests on the forehead. The idea with the first box is that we shouldn't be led astray by our hearts with desire and arrogance. The second box is supposed to remind us that we shouldn't be tempted by the things that pass in front of our eyes, all those illusory baubles of success. What's interesting about the box on the forehead is that it's actually in the exact location of the third eye, which is so important in Indian mystic traditions. I wonder if our rabbis had that in mind when they came up with the design. Whenever I wrap the tefillin around my non-dominant hand, it reminds me that there are unseen forces supporting my progress through life. It also makes me think of the Christian teaching of St. Ignatius, who said, Pray as if everything depends on God, but work as if everything depends on you. The most precious prayer in Judaism is the Shema, which speaks to the unity of all things. Ukshatem la'ot al yadecha, v'hayu l'totafot bein einecha. Bind them for a sign on your hand and as a reminder above your eyes. Every time I put on tefillin, I feel like I'm tuning in to an ancient tradition of my people as they have wrestled with ideas of God and religion, morality and right action. I feel somehow seen and I feel accountable for who I am and the actions that may shape my day. 
Whether I'm celebrating great triumphs or stuck in complex issues, there are some things that remain consistent. Putting on tefillin is one of them. Sydney psychotherapist Kim Gottlieb revealing, among other things, how his life changed forever when a rabbi asked him if he was into leather. That was Please Explain. And if there's an artefact or aspect of your faith that you reckon we should know about, please do get in touch. Seriously, we want to hear from you. It might be a relic or a ritual completely unknown to others, or known but misunderstood. Any aspect of your faith that you feel needs explaining, by all means, please explain. God forbid at abc.net.au is where you get us. God forbid, one word, God forbid at abc.net.au. Now to uh, our panel, uh, Jesuit priest Father Richard Leonard. You heard uh, Kim Gottlieb saying he reconnected to tefillin when a rabbi asked him if he was into leather. I know you're a supporter of interfaith exchange. Do rabbis ask you if you're into leather? No, uh, I've never had any of my rabbi friends ask me that, and thank God they haven't. Having said that about leather, um, you know, we've had a tradition in the Catholic Church of entering into the sufferings of Jesus Christ um, through using what's called a discipline. And that's a, a small little whip. Now, it's very, very rarely used now. There'd be only a, a very small number of religious groups that would, in, you were never meant to hurt yourself, but it was meant to be uh, where you very gently whipped yourself to remind you of your identification with that, uh, that Jesus suffered and died. And uh, I think many psychologists and psychiatrists these days say, that sort of thing can be highly problematic and can be open to abuse. Wow. So it's fallen away in um, Christian and certainly in Catholic religious life. Have you ever, Richard, clogged yourself with a belt? I have not. And, uh, and I've never asked anybody else to do it either. But I think going back to the actual um, Jewish tradition, this was about taking on the law of, of it becoming part of you. And uh, so it's the morning ritual that this becomes, um, you carry the law with you into your day. And uh, if these rituals help people do that, then sometimes the physical acting out of something like that is immensely powerful. It's not just a, a, a moment of the thought of the mind, but it's something physical where um, we it becomes part of our being and part of our day. Tamana, I know you're Sunni, but uh, Shia, the devout ones, uh, they have a, a ritual on the Shura where they whip themselves. Yeah, as, as a show of mourning um, for, for the historical event that took place at Karbala. The um, death of Caliph Ali, who they saw, but not you, as the true uh, descendant of Muhammad. Uh, yeah, not Ali himself, but his grandchildren and, and the family. 